It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. Papa's got a brand new bag, and they have a new king and queen, Charles and Camilla. Um, I've been talking about this on social media, and, and just didn't, I didn't think I was going to be talking about it on the show today. And then the first interview, Haley Matthews Jones, she's the COO for the Get Down Coffee Company, and I heard that British accent. And before I could ask her, she started talking to me about it. And we're going to dive in to what is going on with the coronation and the royal. So, Haley, I am glad that you came back, girlfriend, because <laughs> I need somebody to cross my legs and eat this popcorn and drink this tea with because I am feeling some kind of way about yeah. this coronation. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know, girl. I, I promise to God, I was sitting here, God forgive me for being petty, uh, but I was sitting here hoping the damn crown would fall off. I did. I didn't want nothing bad to happen. I just want the crown to fall off. You know, that is just the right level of petty for me. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, now, this is this is the problem I have. And, and, and um, you know, you, you let me know how you're feeling about it. Yeah. Um, I I just, I, I don't appreciate a couple of things. I don't appreciate that the mistress is now the queen. That's, that's, that's the first, I could probably just stop right there. Uh, you, you know, I, I'll let you go, but that's, that's where I'm, I, I'm at. Uh, the, the mistress, the woman that we all know you cheated on your wife with, the, the, your, your, your children's dead mother, she gets to be the queen. I've, I've got a problem with that. I, I would agree. I think that that is a big part of it for a lot of people in the UK. Um, you know, in that era, like the Diana and Charles era, it was so rubbed in everybody's faces on the newspaper every day and in the news every night. And um, so I think it was handled so poorly that I think that stood out to everyone. And then obviously when Diana died, it became even even more significant, right? Mm-hmm. And I, like, I'm just thinking today, as, as a friend of mine posted a story on Instagram that was just the picture of Diana in her revenge dress. You remember yes, that? Yes, I remember. She was looking good too, girl. She was looking good. Amazing. And so I just like I just keep thinking of that, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's sad that, like you said, it feels like a reward for 
just how they how everything was handled in that era, and then finally, mm-hmm. you know, it's like she wins, which just you know it just rubs people the wrong way, I think. And as a like, I think there's a generational. Um, kind of divide on this in the UK as well, where people in the older generation are a lot more pro-royal. And I think my generation and below, kind of each generation that goes by becomes more and more jaded by it because it just feels like a big old waste of money and a, a family that is out of touch with real people. And Yes. You know. Yes. Oh. Okay. I, I was thinking that too. I'm like, you know, when you start thinking about economics, how many millions, if not billions of dollars have they spent on this event? Right. You're looking at the crown and all the jewels that we know are real. Okay. This is oh, not yeah, knockoff yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and the, and the robes and the tapestry and everything and the pomp and circumstance, just the, just the girl, the security alone. Um, and, you know, basically have shut it down for the day and spent all this money and all this time when there are so many other and bigger issues. And, and I'm looking and thinking all these people can't be drinking the Kool-Aid, but there are protests. But I'm watching CNN and they're rounding up the protesters and they're arresting them because they don't want. <laughs> yeah, trying to keep the lid on it all. Yeah, it's um, there's definitely a divide. And I think right now, especially there's like so much austerity in the UK and cutbacks on things and people are really struggling post pandemic. And I think it just feels, it feels very out of touch to even host an event like that in the way that they have. And, you know, also the, the stuff with um, Harry and Meghan that came mm. out in the past year or so, like, I think that resonates really strongly for people of a younger generation, just the openness about mental health and the, I mean, it, it was bullying and intimidation that they were put through. And, you know, so it's, it, it feels like people on the younger generation are a lot more in on that side of things. Yeah. Sympathizing with Harry and Meghan and how it's just a kind of a repeat of the same machine that chewed Diana up and spat her out. So, yeah, I think it, you know, it feels, um, yeah, it just feels weird to watch stuff like that happening as if none of that ever happened. Yeah, and and, and it's so funny because we're so much more aware now. You know, when, when it happened to Diana, it was rumors. It was, you know, a, we never heard from her um, like the way we're hearing from Megan and Harry, where they immediately left. Um, she felt like, you know, she was kind of stuck in that situation. And when they came out, they told their story, um, you know, sued the tabloids and won. Um, a judgment um, financial as well as an apology and and so to um, you know to have that information and then we are more aware um, with news coverage um, and real-time stories and social media um, you know in a way that you know the older generation just did not have that kind of access to the truth right right and I think just more openness around as I said like the the mental health aspect of it and Mm -hmm. how the pressure and the uh, spotlight in that way can be so damaging. Um, so I think it was really refreshing for Megan and Harry to like speak about that in that way. And um, I think that just really resonates with kind of where the world is more today mm-hmm. is that people are open about those types of things. And it's less about, uh, you know, sweeping stuff under the carpet and keeping up appearances. 
Yeah. And, and and the thing, too, that I noticed and, you know, it could me just be me being extra sensitive. But I looked and I've been looking all day, but I saw maybe Lionel Richie and about three other black people. Um, mm-hmm. And the only other black people that were there were performing. And I remember yeah. when, you know, Megan and Harry were talking about how racist they were and how they wanted to know what the baby's skin color would be and how dark the child would be. Um, mm-hmm. And and they said, no, 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 we're not racist. We have black friends. And then they start trotting out all these black people. And they were saying, yes, we're friends. Give me my check. And and then, you know, so now today is the time where you show your black friends. You're having a big yeah. old party. Uh, and, yeah. and I don't see the black friends that they claim they have. If you have black friends, if you love black people or people of any color, and, and you have a big old coronation, um, and you getting crowned, that's when your black friends show up. So I specifically, I'm sorry, just me being petty, I took a list of the names of the people that they tried it out uh, when uh, they were saying they were not racist, when Harry and Megan said that they clearly were. And none yeah. of those folks um, that they had um, trotted out during media interviews um, are there this day for the big coronation and in fact the only couple of black people who are there are in service the singers or celebrities lionel richie and Katy perry did you notice that too or was it just me i did i and it feels yeah pretty icky it's yeah it's pretty gross and it it just feels like the, the same old kind of uh you know very curated manufactured like very carefully uh managed you know you don't want to have anything there or anyone who might step out of line or say something you don't agree with or you know i'm sure that the the guest list for all of that was tightly tightly guarded and you know nobody who's going to say anything that they maybe wouldn't want said or you know so i'm sure that it's it's all just kind of the i don't know what the word for it is maybe staged it's like it's but, yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's like when you know you got to sell your house and you have the nice fancy pillows and the alpaca rug and you're like, man, I wish we could really live like this. And and that's yeah. the thing that we never understood until now. We thought when we were watching Diana that this was the happiest day of her life, and then she tells us how sad she was. And then we're watching yeah. Megan and and she, and we're thinking, wow, we wish we could do this. We wish we could be her. And you know, we're hearing her on Oprah tell her story. And it's just not what we thought it was. And and so I'm just glad that we have this transparency where people can speak their truth and they're not, you know, operating in the machine. But yeah, it's a machine, girl. It is absolutely staged. And it's interesting as well, because I think even at the time that Diana first came into the family, she was pushing the boundaries on so many things that they would never have done before, even just, you know, hugging members of the public, doing hospital visits and holding children in her lap, like, that sounds so basic to us now, but that was never done. Like the royals would net, like you don't touch a royal person. That's like the rule, you know? So for her to be just interacting like that and so warmly was at the time super groundbreaking. And you would think that they would have learned from that, that actually that's what the public resonated with, was someone who felt real and who had emotions and showed that they genuinely cared about you know other people and different different people from different places and yet it seems like they kind of didn't really learn anything from that and have gone back to that note we're this separate institution and it's us and them and you know it's a shame because I think they had such an opportunity with William and uh, Harry to kind of 
bridge some of that gap and really like make it more approachable and fresh and they they kind of didn't so i get the impression that a lot of people in the uk the the coronation of charles is just kind of a you know it's a process thing and that's what we have to go through but then hopefully when uh william becomes king maybe then we would actually start to see some change maybe i don't know Girl, well, I tell you, I have enjoyed this discussion. I did not think I was going to have somebody to talk about it that had some <laughs> insight. But, baby, yeah. when you came on this show and I heard that uh, British accent, I said, oh, no, girlfriend is coming back. And I'm so glad you took the time to chat with me. Uh, we've been hanging out with Haley Matthews Jones. Uh, she is, in her official capacity, the COO of the Get Down Coffee Company. But on this show, she's my royal insider. That's what they call the people that talk. Uh, <laughs> Haley, yes, you are my you are my royal insider, girl. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. It has been fun. I appreciate it. That girl is crazy in a good way. To check out previous episodes, log on to her website, SheLettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform 
You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. When it comes to deciding what gets recycled or what doesn't, you don't have to be confused. Ramsey County makes it easy to drop off the right items at the right locations without a lot of extra work. And it's free. Um, yard waste. Check. Household hazardous waste? You bet. Food scraps? Those too. Unwanted medicine? We take it. Old electronics? Bring them by. Household recycling? You know it. Learn what items you can dispose of and wear at RamseyRecycles.com. Because in Ramsey County, recycling is for everyone. 